What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh. <laughs> what do you do? How come this thing isn't working? was my bad um here come the Padres winners of five straight now their elimination number goes down today Cincinnati won Padres elimination number is six Manny Machado says he's not going anywhere <laughs> until the Padres are officially eliminated I keep upgrade um updating fan graphs to see how the Padres playoff chances have changed after this big win tonight down at Peco and there is no update as of yet they had a 0.2 percent chance according to Fangraphs coming in they had a 0.1 percent chance to make the postseason according to ESPN coming in the Padres for the first time all year Jim have won five consecutive games we're going to talk about it uh, the youth movement is on display Manny Machado staying out there despite the fact that he's told the media today he will have elbow surgery at some point quote-unquote soon so John and Jim with you here on the wrap-up show please subscribe if you are here Please subscribe to our brand new John and Jim channel. We are literally seven subscribers away from 1,000. That's kind of a milestone number in YouTube. So if you'd like to support the channel, we really do appreciate that. You can click the link in the description down below to subscribe to our brand new John and Jim channel. Uh, smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the supers. We'll get to the first supers that are rolling in right now in a moment. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. Thank you for the super thanks if you're watching on replay. And thank you for becoming a member as well by clicking join down below. But, Jim, it was kind of predictable, wasn't it? They've now won five consecutive games. The, se- the season basically over, but a fifth straight win for the Padres as they take in one from the Rockies 11-9 tonight. Is there a cricket in your house? Yeah, there's a yeah, cricket somewhere in my house. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Cricket's have a good luck. Maybe. I don't know. We knew this was going to happen. The cricket? No, not the cricket. This oh, good. yeah. Yeah. They, they were going to, uh, middle of September or end of September, um, go on a winning streak to give fans, some fans, I hope, you know, I hope the smart fans and, and people that realize what's happening here don't, don't buy into this. But hey, look, we had a great, run in september we just missed the postseason by a couple games who knows if we 
if we didn't go 0-11 in extra innings, and by the way, if we didn't go 6-21 and in one-run one games, we, uh, we would be in the playoffs this year. You know that, that excuse is coming, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it because this is not what they're doing right now indicative of what type of team they really are. I'm sorry, it's just not. You can call me a down, Debbie Downer and whatever the case may be, but come on, guys. I've said it all year long. I said it in July. They're still not a serious baseball team until they get to 500. And they're five games under still. So why should I change anything now? Well, okay. So we talked about this. You're a hundred, you're spot on. I mean, you're spot on. All they're doing is masking the season. And by the way, in, in 10 years, it, they might be able to get away with it if they finish 83 and 79 somehow and, oh you know, win 15 of their last 16 games. Go like take that cricket and put it outside. Lord help us. Who the hell knows what's going on over, over there? No matter what they do here, no matter what they do here is just, you know, it's just changing the way that some people in the future will look at this team. Like, oh, remember that 2023 team? They went 82 and 80. But like, yeah, they did it by going 14 and 2 in their final 16 games and they never threatened for a playoff spot. Like, that's a hypothetical or whatever they do here down the stretch. They had a great September. So that's why they brought back a majority of the team in 2024. That's why AJ Preller returned or that's why Bob Melvin returned or whatever you want to say about 2024. The truth is, it's been a significant disappointment. Obviously, I, we said I spent, we both spent an hour today, maybe more, talking about Manny Machado and this desire to finish the season or not go into the knife until the Padres are mathematically eliminated. I mean, I'm, I'm not kidding when ESPN says they have a 0.1% chance of making the postseason and Fangraph says they have a 0.2% chance of making the postseason. If you're going to go into the knife, Jim, and you open next season March 20th in Korea, wouldn't you want to get out in front of it if the recovery time is a half year? <laughs> I mean, if you're like smart people would, <laughs> you know, um, like the only thing about September that I would take away out of this season when this thing officially ends and it will end, it will officially end soon, guys. There's no, uh, no hope here. Okay. I think, uh, Luis Campisano ha has really shown, um, yeah, he, he, he can be your starting catcher. He, he can be absolutely your starting catcher going into the next season, and you feel good about that. Um, I think that was one of my bold predictions at the start of the year, that by the end of the season, Luis Campisano would be your starter. Now you had to go through like a catcher that can't see, and then another catcher that got picked up off waivers and ended up breaking his hand. And then you got to the, him as being the, the, the starting catcher, but Campisano has been nice. Everybody else, Matthew Batten, Eggie Rosaro, okay. That's, They've been nice. good. Nice little stories, but like, uh, I mean, and maybe you look at it as like, hey, those are the depth pieces they need next year to, to win. And, and what Bob Melvin's talking about, he likes to spread it out. You know, he doesn't like to have guys run out there every single day, seven days a week. I don't know, but Campisano has been nice. It's been it's been good to watch. Um, other than that, everything's meaningless. Like the like, it's funny because I've stopped paying attention to like stats, really. You know, and but and. Soto's going to have, I mean, he has got a hundred RBIs now and he's going to, he has this season, John, I looked at it is very reminiscent and almost exactly identical stats wise to his 2019 year when the nationals won the world series. Hmm. So like, there's a difference though. 
I know there's a big difference. This team missed the postseason and that team won the World Series. Dude, he, I mean, he's been if you took off April, can't do it. But remember, we killed him in April. Yeah, horrible. 200 in April. He's got like a 960 OPS mm-hmm. over the last five months, which would be above his career average. By the way, Bogarts has had like the greatest September in baseball history. Unfortunately, the Padres are out of it. Great. Tatis has been better. Machado was over for Fortnite, hit a couple of balls hard. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I feel like the youth movement is the only thing you can take away from this because you have some guys that are up. Rosario specifically, Campisano specifically. I don't know about Batten's future, but certainly Rosario and Campisano, you could argue, have playing time for this team in 2024. I do think that's encouraging, but you got to be careful with September's. Yes. Whether it's win-loss records, whether it's individual performances specifically of young players. There, I, I know what's going to happen, and to your point, I know what people are going to say. They're going, to, they're going to be excited if this team can finish this thing off and get to like 82 and 80. And they're going to say, wow, the way we play in September, if we do that in April, we're going to be in good shape in 2024. And it's like, told you so. And I think that's fool's gold, to be yeah. honest. Well, a thousand percent. Um, the, the September 1st this year, the book was written. Yep. It was done. You know, that there was no what ifs. Like the only what if is is like, I mean, what's their final record going to be? Yeah, definitely. You, you know, th- there was nothing here, and, and you can tell, you can try to convince me otherwise, but you're not gonna. Um, I'm sorry, this season was done after their shitty August, and you look at Soto and you look at Bogart September, and you're thinking to yourself, like, okay, you're doing it in these games that really don't matter much, yet in the games that mattered most, which was August, which they needed to make a run and you had an opportunity and you're one game under 500 and you have that three game series or four game series, excuse me, with the Dodgers. And that's when you need your big bats to come through and they shit the bed in August. And then they now have a good September to, to make their stats look better than they really are. Like Bogarts is going to have, like a solid season by I mean, by baseball card standards. By baseball card standards, he will have a a Xander Bogarts year. Definitely, he might even hit. No, I don't think he will because there's only ten game, eleven games 11. left. But I mean, he could hit two eighty five, right? With Where's around now? It, around eight hundred OPS, he's at two seventy nine. Yeah, with a seven eighty one. Yeah, that's possible. Yep. You know, and you're, and then everybody next in the off season will be like, "Well, Xander had a good year." I'm like, "Well, did yep. you watch him play?" Right. Because right. he didn't. And same thing with Soto. Now, Soto definitely had a better season. Definitely than a better year than Bogart. Yeah. Definitely by huge yeah. leaps and bounds. It's hard to blame Soto for this mess of a no, season. Even I mean, though there were times it was fair. But, I mean, at the end of the year, it's a, it's a nice year. But he had a shitty August. Yep. And he had a shitty start of the season. Okay. And those things you can't take away. And when you get these numbers in games that don't matter, they don't carry any, any weight for me. They just don't. So yeah, this is right. I, yeah, it's unfortunate right. because I, I do feel like, unfortunately, some people are really gullible and they'll look at these numbers and these stats at the end of the year and they'll kind of teeter towards the middle. But like, I mean, you guys have to understand here that that this thing was over. Okay, this thing is over, and the way that they're playing now, with no pressure on them, with no like, I, I, there's just nothing there but playing out the schedule. And they happen to be playing some of the worst teams in baseball, way worse than them. So it's nice. 
And that's why August was so important. If they truly wanted to get back in it and said they quit. I mean, they had those series against the Mariners and then the Dodgers and I just God awful August. And then you get to September and you're not playing for anything. And then now you happen to play well, like which, which I called like the second this, this team gets out of it, they're going to go on some little run to make it look nice and little window dressing and try to put some lipstick on this pig. And then the season's going to end and you're going to get fans saying, well, you know, they just missed out by a couple games. And if they, little, little things changes here and there, then who knows? Like, give me a break. If they didn't go six and 20, 22 in one run games, if they weren't 0 and 11 in extras. But I mean, this thing's been obviously a complete failure. I have no idea what 2024 is going to look like based on what we've seen here in 2023. Let's run through some of these supers, guys. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, subscribe to our brand new John and Jim channel. I'm trying to get that to 1,000 subscribers potentially tonight. We're just seven away entering the night. Um, if you'd like to support the channel, click the dollar sign below the chat box like Richard did. Uh, we really do appreciate your supers. The super thanks as well for those of you that are here on replay. Uh, Richard, who is a Dodger fan, says, fun question. San Diego does the unthinkable, gets the last wild card spot. Epic story. Hollywood makes it a movie. What actors get casted to play John and Jim? Well, I, mine is Freddie Prince Jr. Jim's is like Chris Dracula. <laughs> what did you say? I said Chris Pratt. I don't even know who that is. Freddie Prince Jr. What is it, like 1999? Yeah, he's probably my age. Who should be Jim in the movie? Who should Denzel be Denzel Washington? <laughs> By the way, to Richard's point, and thank you for the super, this is what the Padres need to do. I like to lay it out there. They would need to win their last 16 games. They've done five of that. All right, so they need to win each of their next 11. They then need the Cubs to not go better than five and seven. The Marlins to go no better than six and six. That's now six and five because they lost today. The Reds go no better than five and five because they won today. And the Giants no better than eight and four. Of course, the Padres play the Giants. What I'm saying is this. Just pray. Hmm. <laughs> because you need everything to go right. I mean everything. And that's to follow up here with Enzo. Thank you for the super. What do you think if we win out and get to 84 and 78? Remember, this will be the longest winning streak in the history of the franchise, right? 16 consecutive games. Mm -hmm. Well, getting some help along the way and make it to the postseason. I mean, I think I could run a 550 mile, but I don't think it's happening. I mean, to get hopes up now with 11 games to play, with an elimination number of six and four teams you need to pass to get to the postseason – as someone that's watched baseball for my entire life, if this happens, it's the one in a million. It's the greatest finish to a regular season in baseball history if the Padres get in. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. Yeah. It, I can't even put my, like, I can't even wrap my mind around any of that because I know it's not going to happen. I just, I just do. And I feel, I, I do kind of feel bad for people that, like, think it can. <laughs> right. I just, and even if this, I mean, come on guys, like this team has sucked all year long. There's been no sense of like great moments. I mean, honestly, I can't think of, I can't think of like many great moments with this team. This what year. about Soto's RBI ground ball tonight? That was great. What but about Campus? That was two at home run, actually big hit, trailing three, two, but three run homer. I'm talking about moments that like 
matter. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, there hasn't been many. Not not a lot. It's been a lot bad and then good. Um, so I'm focusing on what will be said by AJ Preller and Peter Seidler. And, and frankly, I don't even know if Peter Seidler is going to be maybe talking at the end of the year because right. of, maybe of, that's what has something to do with the statement today. You know, like it's, I, I don't know. Um, but it is interesting. Like, will he address the media? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Uh, Rita, thank you for the very generous super. Really do appreciate that. Subscribe, guys, if you're here. Thank you for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Uh, Rita says, this much shows how they need to be more willing to demote guys. Job security is great, but was the death of this season and shouldn't exist in professional sports. Who besides NOLA feared losing their spot? That's interesting because now some of these younger guys are getting opportunities. You're like, well, hold on. Why didn't they play Azokar? Why didn't they play Rosario? Why didn't they play Campusano? It's That's an interesting way to look at things that, they should have done more with their roster when things got bad, and they didn't for whatever reason. I Which didn't think they had a lot said. of depth. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have a lot of depth, obviously, in their high levels of the minor leagues, but I think they're showing that they did have some level of talent there, they, um, and it's paid off a little bit here recently. They waited so long to call up Luis Campusano. I mean, I, I don't understand. I just don't understand it. If I'm looking back on the season – the fact that they had Austin Nola playing as many games as he did and also how nobody on the Padres could diagnose him with the with the well, symptoms, three months, yeah. the symptoms that he had, which he couldn't literally not see a baseball. Oh, we're talking, but then there also Campisano missed three months, didn't he? Oh, that's right. He did. Yeah. He did. It um, wasn't a call-up. He was on the active roster to start the season. He just was injured for three months. But still, I mean, the fact that the lack of like understanding what's the catching position and, and I mean, they got so lucky with Gary Sanchez, but it was, mm-hmm. it, it didn't, I mean, he, he honestly only kept them afloat because if they didn't have him, just imagine where this team would, would be right now. But it just goes to show the value of the team over the individual parts. So you are right now without Darvish, Musgrove, Sanchez, Cronoworth, Suarez, he's back, but you know, you missed him for 10 days. Like, they're without a lot, and they were bad with them. Yeah, and it will be an excuse. That will be used at, it will be an excuse that will be used at the end of the season. Yeah, but they've been better without them. It's a tough excuse when you're like, hey, we actually, without them, we went like 20 and 10, and with them, we went, you know, 10 games under. Well, it helps to play the Rockies and the, the Oakland A's and the Chicago White Sox. Like, it helps when you have that happen. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. It is interesting, the Seidler thing, and if you saw it today or missed it today, there's a lot to get into. We should get into Machado, obviously. But, you know, the Padres putting out a statement on behalf of Peter Seidler where he was quoted as saying, you know, he's been going through a situation with his health. So, of course, everyone's thinking about Peter Seidler, and his health is more important than whether they win 75 games or 85 games or whatever is possible. But it does make you wonder about what's next for the Padres heading into 2024, right? I mean, how day-to-day is Peter going to be this offseason with this franchise? He's not in San Diego currently. Based on his statement from earlier today, what impact does that have on the franchise moving forward? I don't really know. Um, but it is something to monitor, I would say, moving forward. The fact that Peter Seidler has been going through something with his health, which will pre- prevent him from being you know, in San Diego here 
to finish the year. So um, what impact does that have on the organization heading into the off season is um, at least something to keep an eye on, I would say. And, and I, I think now, um, you know, first off, you hope he gets better and, yep. and you know, best wishes to Peter. Um, but I think now it's pretty much set in stone. Um, AJ's coming back. Like you're not, you're not making this sizable move when you have health issues if you're the owner of this team. I just don't think that's happening. Um, no way are you going to be able to go and do the extensive interview search that you would need to do if you're looking to replace a GM and baseball of uh, you know baseball ops president of baseball operations like you're just not doing that so the only way that i think things change um i mean <laughs> there's no other there's no way things can change right now it's not peter is not firing aj especially in his health he is not going out and looking for another president of baseball option and gm he trusts aj way too much you have a system albeit the system sucks in place so you're going to keep it and you're going to use the excuse of, Hey, we just had some bad luck this year. And if, if things turn around and, you know, there's a giant cricket over there, uh, you know, just, yeah. I don't think, I, I mean, I kind of go back to your original point from the last few weeks. I don't think he's going anywhere anyway. This may further cement that point. I mean, and he's also not going away. <laughs> they're they're going to mask it by winning, you know, 79, 80, 81 games. And then they'll be able to sell that as, you know, it wasn't as bad as we all thought it was. But yeah, you're probably right. I think there's probably a level of stability. While Peter's running this team, if he is not well, then it would be hard to envision there wouldn't be some level of stability at the top of baseball operations. And even with the manager, I mean, it, it'll really be interesting to see. And the other thing that's going to be really interesting to see is what happens with Manny Machado if he has this surgery on his elbow. A, when. B, what impact has it had on him in 2023? We'll never know. And then, like, C, what does he look like in 2024 coming off a serious injury that could keep him out five, six, seven months? I mean, that, that's your story heading into the year. Is Manny Machado going to be ready from day one? And even if he is, is he going to be 100% healthy? Because this is something we dealt with with Tati sending into 2023. And that's kind of something hanging over 2024, I would think. Manny Machado having major elbow surgery that could sideline him for half a year. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just kidding. Never mind. Um, Machado. Surgery. Okay. Elbow. Surgery. <laughs> surgery, elbow. Uh, yeah, I think, you know... <laughs> He went over four tonight. He did didn't particularly look good going over four tonight. There was one at bat where it just was a give up at bat. I mean, swing at the first pitch, foul it off. Next pit, next pitch, strike. Next pitch, high fastball, strikeout. Like it just was not a good at bat by him. And I thought to myself, and it was right at bat right before Campusano hit that home run. And I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, if you're gonna give at bats like that right now, like, wow, what are we doing? <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, what are we doing here? You know, you're not helping your team. The reason why you're out there is because you say you want to help your team, but you're not helping your team. Um, you're actually not only hurting your team this year, but you're going to hurt your team next year too. I, it's just a bad, I, I, I don't understand it. Okay. I think the mindset's completely off. 
I, I think you need to shut this down, but there's no one in that in the organization that can tell Manny what to do. So you write it out and the math also does also doesn't make sense to me. When you tell me when you tell me six to seven months and it's October, that's into the season next year, not the start of training camp or start of spring training, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. Uh I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were saying this how long ago? Yeah. I mean, I don't understand, but like to prove that point, it's like Bob Melvin said today, he's like, you know, well, you know, Manny wants to play until Manny wants to play. Don't worry. I I can do the show solo, to be honest. Um, He wants to play until the team's mathematically eliminated. I get it in that one in a million where you make the postseason. Well, sure. You wouldn't want to have Manny Machado having had a surgery in September if you're going to need him in October, but you got to be realistic. I mean, they've had 151 games to show who they are, and they're five games under 500 and five and a half games out of a playoff spot without tiebreakers. And looking at a you know playoff odds right now of 0.2, 0.3%. So actually with the update, so the update just came in on fan graphs. They go, they win their fifth consecutive game and their chances to make the postseason do not go up. It remains 0.2%. You say, how? Because the Reds won today. So there's four teams in front of them. They'd have to pass all four of those teams to make the postseason. Ask yourself, is that realistic when you're five and a half games back with 11 games to play? So Manny wants to play. He's going to play. I mean, Bob Melvin confirmed that. That's not Melvin's choice. Apparently, it's not Preller's choice. Certainly, with Seidler going through some situation right now with his health, it's not going to be Peter Seidler's choice. So Manny Machado wants to play. I I think it kind of leans into this narrative that we talked about on Friday when Kevin AC wrote that piece, it leans into the narrative that he's more of a, a me guy than a team guy. He would argue opposite that he would say that by staying out there and being in the lineup every single day, he's given the Padres a chance to win, but you don't need many. I'm just told you, you like you're without Musgrove and Darvish and Cronenworth and Suarez. He's back and whoever else. And you're winning. It's not like shutting down Manny Machado means you've tanked your last 11 games. He hasn't done anything. So it's not like if you didn't have Manny Machado for 10 days, you couldn't win like that. The argument that you need Machado because you're trying to make something of it until you're officially eliminated. I'm like, well, that doesn't hold water for me because he hasn't had a good year. Now I get it in the one in a million. I just said this, if they made it, of course you'd be like, well, where the hell's Manny Machado, but they're not going to make it. And they're 151 games in. This is who they are, unfortunately. So let's look ourselves in the mirror and be honest and get this thing done and not put it off just to put it off. Right. Uh, I think today, Manny kind of what he said, I'm just like, right. Really? You don't really get it. You don't get it. My guy, like talking about how they have 12 games left to change their, like he was legitimately saying, well, you got 12 games left and we, you know, still have a, lot in front of us we still have a champ up like shut up like get this like shut it down bro i would have much i would have much rather have heard hey you know i'm not doing well this season i'm not blaming this injury on it but as of right now i'm not helping this team out with this injury um we are playing some better baseball but like yeah. I, we know how this season is and to make sure I am ready for the start of next year for next year's season. Cause of, of how important next year will be, you know, getting this surgery and that's that like it, but it, instead he tried to, he tried to like 
say, oh yeah, we have a shot and, and, you know, we're playing really good baseball right now. And, and we have 12 games left and, you know, we can really turn things around. Like he literally said, I think he said, turn things around. Yeah. There's no turning. I mean, (laughs) 10 games left. The car is broke on the side of the road on fire. Right. I mean, listen, Stephen, listen, tomorrow Padres, you can't be more of a favorite tomorrow than they're going to be. They're going to be minus 400 or pretty close to it. I mean, Rockies at home with Snell on the mound. And Rockies have played better, by the way. But, I mean, you're going to be pushing minus 400, minus 360. I mean, they're going to be a massive favorite, but it's outside of their hands. There's four teams that they are chasing. Some of those teams literally play each other, by the way, down the stretch as well. So you got to win and you got to pray is what you got to do. Uh, JD's third, thank you for the Super Chat. Guys, if you're here, subscribe. If you're here, subscribe to our brand new John and Jim channel as well. You can click the link in the description down below. Trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. We're six away. Six away from 1,000 on John and Jim. If you wouldn't mind subscribing, we would truly appreciate We're that. Not leaving John we get to We're not leaving until we get to 1,000. Wow. Sorry. No, we are. He's kidding. I know. Um, but please subscribe. Seriously, if you want more Padres content, please subscribe. Click the link in the description down below. JD's third, thank you. He says, Manny runs this franchise. It's sad and tragic. I mean, listen, you read what Kevin wrote Friday. Since then, it's like ignited the Padres. <laughs> They've won, you know, four consecutive games. I think they're six and one in their last seven. I think that's right. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, if you read that article, you'd be led to believe after reading it that Manny Machado has, has more power than almost every player in baseball currently. That, that was one of my impressions coming away from that article. I didn't need that article to know that Manny had <laughs> this much power in that organization. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Uh, Manny controls that clubhouse. He controls everything. Okay. Who's in there? Who's not in there? He controls it all. He even controls, you know, certain coaching decisions, right? He is best buddies with the owner. Um, like it, it, it is Manny's franchise. Okay. He is the face, whether he likes it or not. Um, and that clubhouse takes after Manny Machado. Unfortunately, um, this year he had one of his worst seasons ever in his career. And I think Overall, just you know, this season I'm talking about just this year, he completely failed as a leader, um, from the start of spring training to now, and, and even going into this surgery decision or this being shut down decision. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't need this article to, to tell you that. Now it just kind of backs up everything that I thought and believed. But yeah, I, I mean, just a overall really really bad season for Manny and it's not a great look not and really not the best look no and you know 112 OPS plus now 12% better than the league average for a guy that's making 35 million or whatever he's making it, it really it's just been a bad individual year it's one thing if you could make up for it by being on a good team I think people would absolutely live with it if he was having a bad season on a good team but a bad season on a team that has not had a good year is a bit of a double whammy here Hold on. For the Padres. We're going to get back to the Supers in a moment. Um, Please subscribe if you're here. We'll get back to the Supers in a moment. Thank you guys for uh, your support of the channel. And thank you to our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz. We can't do this without your support. All of our viewers here live or on replay, we can't do without Mark. He's been with us for over two years now. Title sponsor of the wrap-up show, whatever your insurance needs are, please get in contact with Mark Nimitz by clicking the link in the description down below. You get free quotes online. Mark is a lifelong Padres fan, a native San Diegan. 
Huge supporter of this channel. I've got a homeowner's earthquake and life insurance policy through Mark. He can save you $750 just by switching your insurance. If you ever have a claim, he's got such good service and communication. He'll save you money. He'll save you so much time. I had a claim in 2022. He saved us so much time and money when we had that here in our home. So whatever you need, Mark's a San Diegan, big time supporter of this channel, and he can save you money on your insurance. So auto home, renter's life, free quotes online. Give him a call. He'll talk to you about the Padres. He'll talk to you about saving money on your insurance. And thank you, Mark, for your support of the channel. Yep. All his information is above my head. MNimitsandFarmersAgent.com. We reach out to him and let him know that uh, John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Were you saying hold on for something? Oh, no. I, I just, before you back to the Super Chats. Mm-hmm. Hold on here. My boy, Adam, I see you in the chat. You're going crazy. You think that <laughs> this is a witch hunt towards Manny Machado. You think that uh, yes. Content. Yeah, we're Mad. drinking the Kool-Aid. You think that, uh, hey, Manny Machado is a saint. You think that nothing Manny Machado does is wrong. And Four I get subscribers it. Away. He's your favorite player. I understand that. But, I mean, look, nobody refuted that article, okay? Nobody in that clubhouse. Bob Melvin went as far to agree with it. The only people to disagree with it um, weren't on the team this year. Um, and one of them actually reached out to Kevin and apologized <laughs> and talked to him about it. That's Will Myers. So you guys, you can believe whatever you want. Okay, you, you can you can look at AC in this piece that where he did some pretty in-depth reporting um, and say that it's bullshit, but then you don't understand journalism. And that's fine. I, I get it. You know, have your own opinions. It's cool. But um, I'm telling you. You don't understand. So take that for whatever it's worth to you um, and just know that. People in that clubhouse that we've talked to. And people that go in that clubhouse all the time are saying how good of a reporting job Kevin did, and nobody was refuting it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's the thing. Listen, not that Kevin is above like reproach, not that he's perfect, and not that it's gospel. I mean, I'm sure there's some things in the piece that are reasonable to disagree with, but the overall takeaway and sentiment from the piece, when there's no pushback, and Bob Melvin's asked about it Friday, he's like, I take responsibility for it. It's a failure of leadership. Why would he do that? That just doesn't make any sense. Three subscribers away from 1,000. Also, he's actually not posting every day. He's actually having the worst season of his career. So if you think posting... What is, is posting? No, posting is playing, but he hasn't helped. Yeah, so... He's posting. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. that's not helping. So when you say a guy posts... Okay, cool. Adam, are you guy. Manny? It might be. It could but, be. Is this just burner? It could be his brother-in-law. Um, Why are we defending Manny Machado's season? I get. I said this today on I'm the radio. Not. You can be a fan of Manny Machado and be critical of his season. He's had a bad season. The team's had a bad season. What's so hard for people to understand about that? Does that not make sense, Adam? He's had a bad season. The team's had a bad season, and he's accountable for some of that performance. Not all of it. Nobody said he's accountable for everything. Nobody's saying Manny Machado's got to go. He'll never hit again. He can't win in the big leagues. He can't have a good season. Nobody said that. We're just saying he's accountable for the performance of this team and his own individual performance. Mm -hmm. And that's fair. Yeah, I'm pretty much done with trying no, to not. get through to people. But 
they're going to feel what they want to feel because, you know, Manny Machado is the greatest baseball player in their mind and he can do no wrong. Um, so, hey, go for it. It's fine. Uh, but I'm telling you, if you're okay with uh, three of the past five years being disasters, going through three different managers, possibly being on the fourth different one in five seasons, um, you know, go for go ahead. Be okay with that. That's fine. But we get back I'm to not going to be okay with that. So there you go. All right, Zach, uh, thank you for the super. Guys, if you're here, subscribe. If you're here, subscribe to our brand new John and Jim channel. We are three subscribers away from 1,000 because of you guys. Thank you. Seriously, let's celebrate together. Let's Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but If you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Let's get to 1,000. Click the link in the description down below. We're talking Padres tomorrow at 3, so join us on John and Jim. Subscribe. Um, Zach says, come on. He's obviously going to get it after after Colorado if we lose. Three days isn't a huge deal. You guys are overreacting. I don't know how obvious it is, to be honest. He says he's going to get it soon. There's no assurance that the second they're eliminated, he's literally going under the knife. Not to mention, they might not be eliminated in two days after this Colorado series. Blake Snell pitches tomorrow. Their elimination number is six. This this thing could be, they could be technically alive well into next week. But I don't think it's really three days, to be honest with you, Zach, because he could have had this done September 1st. He hasn't played in the field since the 1st of September. 
So I think the difference between the first of September and October is, you know, could be the difference between him being ready March 20th or not when the team's in Korea. Oh, God. <laughs> you, I thought you were done with Adam. I, I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny because he fucking doesn't. You don't understand, bro. Like, you don't get it. So By the way, fun. he hasn't had one bad year. He's had three. So stupid. <laughs> He's had three down years. He's had three. You want to name the three years, Adam? 2019, 2021, 2023. It's funny because it's so sad. It has it's 760. I mean, I'm listening to the flagship there. I said it. And they're saying the exact same thing about Kevin Acey. They're not questioning his reporting. Yeah. That's I mean, why if, would anybody, you? if anybody out there wants to say that anybody over there is like, saying kevin's an idiot okay they're not um yeah all right let's get back to it jay uh, thank you for the super he says can you imagine if we at least won half of those extra inning games we lost and listen there's gonna be a lot of coulda woulda shoulda they've lost a lot of close games they've lost a lot of extra inning games this is their first win by two runs or less since july tonight is that accurate yeah their first win by two runs or less since july i think that's accurate that's stupid if it's accurate but i think it's accurate so they've been terrible in close games. Does that continue next year? No clue. But there's no way to really understand it. They've just been really bad in close games. I mean, yeah. Imagine if uh, I found a lottery ticket on the ground that was for $10 million. You know, like, I, believe me, I, I wish they played better in one-run games. I wish they played better in extra innings. And, yeah, if they did flip those numbers, like, they'd be one of the best teams in baseball. But they didn't. They're, they are where they are for a reason. You know, what's the famous line that – Bill Parcells said, like, your record says what you're, what you are. Your record is what you are right now. They're a bad baseball team and they're a bad baseball team for all of the season. The end of the year will be them having a bad year. And Adam, an 836 OPS for Manny Machado is a down year. That's um, higher than his career average, but whatever. Well, even yeah. if his career average is, his career average should be higher than that. It should be. I mean, if, you're getting, if you're getting paid $30 plus million, you'd have a 900 OPS. Give me a break. Two subscribers away from 1,000 on John and Jim. Thank you, guys. This is, this is fun, actually. We enjoy this. No, it is because I, I like, like, you know, fa- I, I like certain people. I like to see how delusional sometimes they can be. And it's, it's entertaining because I'm just like, I, I feel bad kind of actually. I like I hope they understand. I hope they get it. I hope they have some type of like guts to be upset with the product that they are consuming every day. Dude, this is what the deal is. Listen, Padres fans are amazing. They've drawn 3.02 million fans. It's a franchise record. There's five games left. It's a joke. It's comical in a good way how amazing the fan base has been. I mean, yeah. this could be happening in Phoenix and there'd be like five people there because they don't care regardless. And the team hasn't been very good. So there'd be no one there. If this was Baltimore and there were five games under all year, there'd be no one there. No. Okay. Cause I've seen it play out. Washington, same thing. There's a lot of examples of that. The fan base has been incredible, but you also demand something from the franchise that you have supported so steadfastly here in 2023. It's okay to ask for more. It's great to be supportive. Don't get me wrong. I would never say, don't, I'm not saying boycott the product. I think that's a terrible idea. Terrible. I'm not a proponent of that. I've seen it throughout the chat over the course of the year. We shouldn't go. I think that's stupid and idiotic. And I think Peter Seidler's intentions are good, even if the team hasn't won. And I think by not supporting them financially, they're not supporting you financially, 
would be my guess. So I'm all for it, but I'm also all for the criticism that is warranted based on this really bad year, considering the expectations. Right. And you just keep talking to Adam. It's fine. I, I don't really care anymore. You, you, you think I, <laughs> he says you're delusional, Jim. Yeah. I'm not the one sucking the teat of Manny. I want to see how much further Adam can go before we like ban him, even though we don't ban anyone, but it's, sometimes it's fun just to like ban someone. No, it's fun to, it, it's not fun actually. It's actually really annoying to see this type of fan. Well, who cares? This is his opinion. I know it is. It is his opinion and it's fine. And I'm glad you're watching us, Adam. Congratulations. Exactly. But if you, <laughs> you start lost. annoying Jim too much, we'll just block you or ban you or whatever. Uh, Sunriser, thank you. He says, uh, so should Melvin come back? Yeah, I think considering all the issues at hand, I don't think Bob Melvin is like issue number one with the Padres franchise. So, I mean, I don't really see a great reason for Bob Melvin to not come back unless he doesn't want to come back is the way I look at it. What about you? Yeah, I, I think um, <laughs> I think Melvin should come back, but I don't know if he wants to come back. Like, this is not Bob Melvin's overall fault. Is he to blame for this season? Yeah, he has blame for this season, absolutely. Everybody has blame. But uh, I, I don't hearing Bob Melvin. It doesn't sound like a guy who's like oh, excited. This is to come Adam. Back. This is Bob, this is freaking Hogsburner, right? Adam is Hogs boy. Oh. oh, that explains everything. Yeah, this is the guy. I I think he might be Hog. Probably. That's right. I'd forgotten. Adam's about that. gross. Thank is you. Is he? Chad. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, this is the guy I'm not going to not, not, and always disagrees with you. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm not going there. I'm not. By the way, yes. congratulations. We just hit a thousand subscribers. Let's go. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. We love you, everybody in the chat. Even Adam. Adam. Well, debatable. <laughs> but uh, but thank you. Thank you. That's right. I completely forgot about that. One thousand. That's amazing. Thank That's you, awesome. guys. You guys, are, you guys are the best. Did that in about a month, maybe a little longer. Yeah. Um, Sunriser, thank you, says, uh, well, should Padres trade Manny then? No, he's got a trade close. He's going nowhere, and he's going to be good again, and it's a conversation that isn't even worth spending 10 seconds on because Manny Machado is very likely to finish his career here, if not play well into his 30s in San Diego. I, I, the whole trading, he's a, it's, it's an untradeable contract. You're not trading. And he's got a new trade clause. You're not trading Manny Machado. Um, right. You know, you hope that his years in the future, like you hope he has another year like last year, right? Around a 900 OPS MVP type of season. Okay. But how many more years can you really realistically expect from him as he gets older? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but I can tell you this, there's no way he's getting traded unless he like legitimately demands a trade and will waive his no trade clause. And you find a team that's going to take that much money. No, not right. So not worth considering. No, not with 10 years and 320 million left on the deal. Yeah, they, they made their bed and they have to they have to sleep in it. And it's Manny Machado forever. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Manny for a long time. It will. And maybe there's some good in there. I mean, not maybe there better be. I mean, there better be some really good years mm -hmm. in there for the Padres in the short term. 2024, 25 and 26, hopefully. Uh, Ritan, thank you. He says, uh, I hear a lot about Manny, but we all see that Matt Williams quit before the All-Star break. Never speaks to media. Wait, what's this? 
Matt Williams quit before the All-Star break? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Todd, reframe this for us. I don't know. I don't know about that one. But thank you, Todd. Hey, Padres News. Let me just, I think Padres News, you're another little burner account with your buddy Adam over there. <laughs> oh, God. I'm the beta male when you hide behind a stupid little Padre picture and your name is Padres News and I'm the beta male. What's a beta male? <laughs> I, I would, I would love, I would love I, those two people, whoever they are, to come on this chat right now. We can bring them in. I Adam, do you want to come into the chat? Yeah, you can tell me I'm, I'm an idiot to my face. I would love that. Okay, actually, this could be fun. I'll do the invite. We don't have to let him in. You want me to put the invite link in the chat or not? Do it. The only person wow. I'm letting in him is this Adam Gross kid. Yeah, but we'll see your name, so we'll know if yeah. you actually click on it. If you got the guts, you'll come in. <laughs> this is so dumb. Do it. I re- here's the thing. Jim's getting completely flustered over this because Jim, this is how Jim, Jim gets very animated. But I'm all for someone differing with Jim's opinion or mine. Now, when it goes too far and they're like being delusional, then that's a little too far or makes it personal. Like, can we have like a conversation here instead of like, I mean, the straight, the first thing is like, you guys are a bunch of fucking idiots and don't know what you're talking about. Right. You guys are just Kevin AC shills. And how could you believe anything Kevin AC says? Right, so let's why so you on this on Manny Machado. Like, uh, I'm grabbing a conversation. And if you can't handle it, sorry. Zach, I agree with you completely. Um, here in September, I've, I've gained a lot of respect for Bob Melvin watching the way he goes about his business, what he said Friday about Kevin Acey's work. Uh, Zach saying I've gained so much respect for Bob Melvin. I think that's, um, I think there's a number of people who would agree with that. I, I think I've, I've always had respect for Bob Melvin. Right. Um, he, he's not, uh, he's not, you know, a guy that doesn't have respect around baseball. Like, you know, maybe Jace Tingler with this team and then Andy Green to an extent. But like, you know, th- this team has, has always respected Bob. They always had, regardless of where they're at in the standings, regardless of how bad and shitty the season has been. I think the respect has always been there for Bob. And I think that Bob Melvin um, has had his issues this year and has had problems. But, you know, in the end, I think Bob Melvin is the right guy because I can't think of anybody else that would be better than him at this point. It's hard to know, right? But I mean, yeah, I agree with what you're saying generally. That I mean, I don't see why he's got to go based on this year. Right. You know, I really don't. And, you know, I really don't. All right, let's get to some of the supers that are rolling in. This is get, becoming a very lively chat on this Monday night. Padres have won five straight, by the way. Fangraph still gives them a 0.2% chance of making the postseason. Their elimination number is six with 11 to play. Sunriser, thank you again. Thanks, man. Um, so even years would be good. So 2024, the year. Talking about Manny being bad in 1921-23. Appreciate your passion and running a show. Just going to root for San Diego and more so after Dean Chargers left us. It's completely fair. You should be, man. You absolutely should be passionate about this team. They've invested. They're marketable. They're very popular, as they should be. Hasn't worked out perfectly in 2023, let's be honest. 
but everything you're saying is completely fair and legitimate. You should be over head over heels for this team. Unfortunately, they haven't delivered this year. That's just the facts. But, uh, you know, I give them credit for the way they've marketed this team. They've, they've become a huge story in San Diego post-NFL. The Tonight was the record breaker for fans. I don't know if you knew that, John. I did. Yep, I did. So, uh, yeah, the, the fans this year are the MVP, mm-hmm. as Bryce Miller wrote in his article, to show up every single day. I mean, yes, they did have a giveaway tonight, but still. Oh, is this the Bogarts thing? Yeah. Okay. But still, to pack this place night in and night out, to watch this product that's not been good and to be there every single night hoping and just waiting for that moment that really has never come is a credit to everybody that has has gone to Petco Park this year. Um, I'm interested to see how it's going to look next season. But obviously, if they win, then it will look the same. Yeah. Um, It's the start of the year, how it's going to look after, you know, opening day and then the first night game of the year like you get into the season if they start playing like you know average baseball like is this going to be the same as it was this year i mean i don't know so yeah they might not draw like this next year that's completely fair even if they have a a nice year not a perfect year they might not draw like this it might take them a little while to win some people over they might not renew at the same rate Mm -hmm. based on a season like this but they'll draw this is a special year i mean they're going to draw yeah, with still five games left times forty, that's two hundred k. And they're going to draw three point two million. That, you know that's what I, a massive number. You know what I thought of? I, I, you know, we were talking about like the highlight video for this team. It should be just all fans of in. the fans, like just fans in the ballpark. You should make a three minute highlight video of just fans, uh, you know, screaming for anything. You know, like we, we've gone to multiple games. How many times has, has it felt like the fan base was sitting there waiting to erupt? Well, the whole, you know, first four months, five right. months, basically. I mean, the highlights so far at home have been in Mexico City, if we're being honest. Those were two of the better games the Padres played this year, technically, at home. All right, we're going to get back to the Supers in a moment. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the Supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Thank you for the super thanks if you're on replay. Thank you, Aura, for your support of this channel. ORA.organic, great company with plant-based nutritional products. All of them are plant-based. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan, big supporter of our work, big supporter of this channel, native San Diegan, offices right here in Liberty Station. Whatever you need, they're going to get you healthier. I take their probiotic every day for digestion, an amazing product. I take it every day. I've done it for 18 months. They have pre-workout supplements. Proteins for after workouts, omega-3 oils. If you take fish oils, they have omega-3 oils for you. They have sleep pills. They have what you need probably if you've been watching this team all year. They have immunity pills. They have something for everyone. So if you want to support the channel, support a business here in San Diego, please check out Aura. They can get you healthier. ORA.organic shop as you watch the wrap-up show or listen to the wrap-up show. They have so many more products as well. All plant-based, all to get you healthier. ORA.organic. Yeah, go there right now, uh, pick up some supplements, www.ora.organic. And, uh, you know, if you want to live a healthy lifestyle, start taking some supplements, but you don't know where to start, this is the best place to go. Uh, Pick up some stuff. It's all organic, plant-based. They got protein powder. They got pre-workout powder, which is delicious. The raspberry lemonade flavor, it's so good. It gives you everything that a pre-workout you want from a pre-workout. And also, it doesn't give you that complete crash that most pre-workouts give you so go there right now pick up some supplements and uh, you'll thank us later 
Yeah, let me get back to okay. So, so Reed Todd had some sarcasm. He said, LOL. He then said, I was trying to lighten up things. Sarcasm doesn't text well. I hate Matt Williams, though. Serious about that. <laughs> Matt Williams, no, wasn't he going through like a, a cancer? Didn't he have, didn't he have something cancer related this season or no? He did the uh, very start of the season. Yeah. So, yeah. I no, I mean, listen, maybe you don't like him. That's okay. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about Matt Williams as a coach, to be honest with you, if I'm being 100% honest. But thank you, Reed Todd. Um, let me get to this from uh, Morris Machado. I like it. Uh, Manny's my favorite player, too, LOL, but no one is beyond reproach this year, especially. Yeah, simple as that. Simple as that. I love Tatis. I was critical of Tatis last year because mm-hmm. he, well, you know, Didn't took play. PDs. Yeah. <laughs> he got suspended. And rode a motorcycle and lied about it. And I mean, we can be honest with each other. That doesn't mean he doesn't deserve a second chance. I think he does. I think he's made a lot of his second chance. I think he's learned from some of it. I love for, I mean, in terms of my favorite player in the Padres, it's Fernando Tatis. If your favorite player is Manny Machado, that doesn't mean you can't criticize him. Right. It's, it's like a healthy, it's, it's, it's a healthy thing. Honestly, when your best player is not doing well and you are upset with it and you criticize it because that means you expect more out of them. You know, if you're okay with it and you just don't care, like that's to me a bigger problem. Like you go to any other town, okay, any other big time baseball town, and if their best player is not playing well, more often than not, that player is getting criticized. And it's for good reason. Okay. Same thing with Manny. He's not above reproach. He can, he's going to get criticized. All right. And, that's just how it should, how it is. It's how it's how a healthy sports fandom relationship is. Mm-hmm. You should want more. You should expect more. And when your highest paid player is not giving you that, you should want and demand more from that player. Plain and simple. It's. The, I mean, you hate to, You might be saying to yourself, "Why all this Manny, Manny, Manny talk?" Well, today the elbow. Secondly, I always say it: the heaviest the head that wears the crown. He's the leader. He said it as much in Kevin's article. He makes $350 million. It's not solely a dollars-to-production business, but $350 million is a lot of money. And it, it, the team runs around him. So when things are good, you're going to give him credit. And when things are bad, you're going to give him blame. And that's just how sports work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's same thing with Dak Prescott. It's same thing with uh, you know Patrick Mahomes. It's just how sports work. Same thing with Steph Curry, probably. You know, when things are good. Well, no, he's always credit. great. Well, yeah, according to Jimmy, he's always great. Good point. But he is. Um, he has four championships. So other than when they zero. had a 3 1 series lead against the Cavs and they won 80 games and couldn't close out a series. Um, RH, thank you. He says, uh, God bless Jimmy R. Wow. You're thank talking you. about Jim? Very well, kind. No, they're Jimmy R. True. That's a good point. Thank you, RH. Tim, thank you, man. He says, uh, opinion on Bob Melvin roster construction comment yesterday. We briefly touched on that, didn't we? Maybe it was yesterday's wrap-up um, show. I think we we, yeah. we were going to get to it today, but the Manny news broke much, right yeah. at three, and it was like, yeah, kind of just yep. kind of ruined everything there. Sorry, I'm just I'm just looking up here. Yeah, what are you doing? Well, I mean, apparently it's not fair to ask a player that makes thirty million dollars no. a year to have a nine hundred OPS. No, I'm a team Adam now. He's apologized. Why are you going after him? <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm just I'm just kind of making my point. Like, you know, Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna. Yeah, but these are like 900 OPS is pretty good. It's great. <laughs> so Soto. you're saying he should be that. 
I mean, you're paying. He's him never had a 900 OPS season, has he? And they've paid him multiple times now. Has he ever had a 900 OPS season? I don't know. The I mean, I'm answer not, to I'm that. Not, I'm not asking the guy to have a 1,000 OPS season every year. <laughs> the <laughs> answer ridiculous. is one year. 905, okay. 2018. All right. Well, then is it fair to ask him for a 900 OPS season? Probably not. But at the same time, um, when you're getting paid $30 million and when you are expected to perform and post, I don't think it's out of the realm to ask for a guy to have a 900 OPS. He ain't going to be having a 900 OPS. No, he you won't know what I mean? ever again. Probably not in his 30s. If he wasn't doing his 20s, he's probably not doing his 30s. You need him to be well-rounded. You need him to play in the field. He can't just be a DH. He can't be an 800 OPS DH making 30-something million dollars. So if he's going to be an 800 OPS player, he needs to play in the field. He needs to field his position beautifully. Um, And now he's just – I don't even know what he's getting off days. He's had three off days in the last eight games. Mm -hmm. He's going to have like a 750 OPS this year. Yeah. It's been very bad. Yeah. That's fine. I, I know you didn't want to join us, Adam, so it's okay. Have a nice night, buddy. Why are you so mad? I'm not. Yes, you are. Um, okay, so the opinion on Bob Melvin roster construction comment, I mean, it leads you down the path of is he going to be back is my first thought, Tim. I mean, he's had a couple of these comments, um, and you kind of wonder, you know, is it going to be his choice? Is it going to be the organization's choice? But maybe he won't be back. I don't know. We're going to know in 11 days or 12 days, I would think, Bob Melvin's future. I doubt they wait on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be curious to see, like, exactly when they have this off, you know, yeah. end-of-season discussions right. and, and press conferences and when they're going to make a decision on Bob Melvin. True. I guess with the Peter situation and you don't have to rush. I mean, you don't have to get rid of a manager October 2nd. You're not hiring someone in October. You could wait. You know, that's weird. I don't think you typically wait. There's usually a black Monday in baseball, isn't there? You probably one or two guys probably lose their job or maybe more. So I think if you're getting rid of them, you probably get rid of them. Because what are you waiting for? Well, it's, it's, it's what we've said. Like you can't, end this season and have an off season with no consequences. Right? Even if they win the next 12 games or 11 games, there's no freaking way there aren't consequences for this season. Yeah, I w- I tend to agree, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, this team, you know, makes my mind go crazy. I mean, I think if they I don't know, Jim, if they go 83 and 79, it's I don't think which is going to happen by the way i don't think they close 10 and 1 or 15 and 1 overall but if they do does that change anything it shouldn't nope it shouldn't if they're on the outside looking in but unfortunately with this team it probably never know that's the thing that's why i'm like i don't know uh murray thanks man he says eddie murray is my favorite player and he was busted for insider trading years ago no man is a god period criticism can be a good thing yeah criticism they all deal with it lebron james steph curry maybe not steph as much they all deal with it Mahomes probably deals with it. The guy's the greatest quarterback in modern NFL history. But Tom Brady deals with it. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to deal with it. It's part of it. It's it, just part the, of the gig. It's the job. You know, you're the leader. Even though you try to pass off like the team has 26 leaders, when it's like not how it is. Uh, you're the highest paid guy. You've been here the longest of everybody in that clubhouse, right? Five. I mean, right. 
Am I wrong? I mean, Tatis. He's but been there longest, yeah. I, I would well, say Tatis, he's long- but no, come on, Machado. He, yeah, yeah, he's the longest tenured Padre. Yeah, he's played every season. So like that's his clubhouse, and he has said it. It's his clubhouse. Like when asked about it with Kevin, do you? He he goes, yeah, it's fair to say that's yeah. I dominate that clubhouse. Um, yeah. So you know, say it, John. Heavy head that, that wears the crown. Yeah, there it is. It's it's how it's how it is, man. And, and look, I know we talk. We've been talking a lot about Manny. The we've last killed. Year. We've killed Soto before. We've killed Bogarts. Yeah. We've killed Bogarts. Tatis. <laughs> Bogarts is, is his first year, but he's had a god. He's a he's a horrible season. I don't care about his his hot September. It's meaningless stats to me. It is a very soft. It, it honestly is a very soft September. In my it's mind. a soft. It was a soft year. I don't very know. Soft, soft September, year. but it's a soft year. Soft, and. Tatis has had moments, but like overall, the impact of Tatis, his season has not been the impact that you expect from Tatis. And Soto, while his numbers look really good, I kind of feel the same way about him. The impact of Juan Soto has not fully been there, and I don't think it matches truly his numbers overall. That's fair. I think that's fair. I, I think I think what's fair about Soto is he's had a really good season, but to go beyond that, what is that? And called a great season, I think would be that's probably not accurate. You know, no. it's been a really I think it's been a good, solid, productive year where people were looking for like even a little more. Maybe not the world, but just give, give more. I mean, the truth is more Jim would be pretty good. I mean, he he could still be like 36 homers and 108 RBIs and that'd be career highs. Nine twenty-nine. I mean, he's put, getting close to like, wow, it's pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but maybe it's a, it is probably a little hollow because the team hasn't been good, and there haven't been those massive moments. Very true, no. Yeah, you know. And I saw, I see in the chat from Nick, like, what is a good season then? Good player and a good team, which makes it hard. I mean, we're, of course, we've all pretended like Hassan Kim is the greatest player since Babe Ruth. He's dripped. He's dropped off. Well, a yeah, he's not here exactly, and he's hurt. Yeah. But yeah, it's a fair point. I mean, when you're when you're Juan Soto and you want a you know World Series at 19, and then you trade the the farm for him, a good mm-hmm. season is a career season, I think. Yeah, you I know? mean, if if I, if I you know, if I look at Manny's season last year, it's okay. a really good season. Oops, hold on. Regular season, okay, 150 games. 32 home runs, 102 RBIs, 298 with an 897 OPS. Yeah, really good year. Then, if you look at Soto's year this year. Very similar. It's 267, okay. Okay. 32 home runs, 100 RBIs, 909 OPS. Yeah, very similar. Very similar seasons, but the way we view them, because one season was an 89-win team that went to the NLCS, and the other is a team that's finished under 500 is very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like in a vacuum on a back of a baseball card, they're good seasons. But if you dig deeper and you watch these games and you realize one was on a team that was good last year and the other is on a team that's not good. And if you flipped it and if Manny had the season this year and the team wasn't good, you kind of say the same thing. Like Manny's had a really good season, but the team's not good. So, like, you can't view the numbers the same in my mind. 
Yeah, no, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. And, and Murray makes an interesting. All players are criticized at some point in their career. Jeter probably wasn't the Bronx, right? Tony Gwynn was criticized for his weight, right? Tony Gwynn, guys, Mr. Padre, criticized. Enough said. I mean, it's a fair point. I mean, in San Diego, as good of a player as the Padres have ever had, a part of two World Series teams, 3,000 hits, right? I mean, as good as, good as you could ask for, and it wasn't good enough. And that's, that's fandom. That's okay. Expectations are high. People have high expectations for Manny Machado. He just hasn't lived up to them, you know? And even Juan Soto, yeah, okay, let's say it. He hasn't lived up to expectations if you combine last year with this year. Fair. Expectations are very high. Expectations are win a World Series. Yeah, this ain't Little League, guys. This, this is a World Series caliber – World Series expectations, not a World Series – not a World Series caliber team. It's mm-hmm. World Series expectations. And if those aren't met or even close to it, like, then you got problems. <laughs> And things need to be addressed. Yeah, not making the postseason and trying to win the World Series. That's not close to winning a World Series. Like, you can't try to sugarcoat this thing. You tell me, if you told me at the beginning of the year on February 1st or whenever the start of uh, spring training was, pitchers and catchers report on February 15th or 14th, right? Mm -hmm. You tell me on pitchers and catchers report day that this team would not make the postseason this year and it'd be under 500, I would tell you everybody needs to be fired. (laughs) Right. Like, it's... Yeah, it's all you you're, need to know. You're not sugarcoating it with a good half of September. Like you're just not like give me a break. It's not how this thing these not how these things work, guys. No. That's that's another reason why the trade deadline will be viewed as uh, I think somewhat frustrating because they looked at the series versus the Rangers where they swept them. Mm-hmm. And they used that as a jumping off point to why this team was good enough to get a chance. Now Yes, they got back to one game under 500, but like in hindsight, in retrospect, this is the greatest thing ever. They're they they are going to lose Snell and Hater for nothing. Correct. That's exactly right. In all likelihood, that's what happens. Guys, Underdog Fantasy, they've got a special offer for you going on right now. If you get to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code PODSRAP, that's P-A-D-S-W-R-E-P, they're giving you a free pick for Thursday Night Football, Jim's Niners against the Giants. If Daniel Jones throws for more than a half yard. Now, I know the Niners' defense is good, but he's very capable of throwing for one yard. I would say on Thursday night, even in San Francisco, you get the free pick So they're giving you the pick All you need to do is find one other pick Like tomorrow with Blake Snell, what are they saying from Blake Snell tomorrow? Like 27 outs without allowing a hit probably? Higher. Against the Rockies? <laughs> Higher than 27 outs. He's going to have twenty. Like, he's have 32 outs. Or right. Thir- no, um, 30 outs. They're not even giving you Snell tomorrow because they know that it's like, cheating fair it's like uh, um, yeah but here's what i am gonna do hmm these are all fantasy point related you know what soto's been great i'm gonna go higher on soto so you get one thing right and your 20 dollars wager pays 60 bucks they're giving you daniel jones thursday you get anything right to pick them and you're winning 60 bucks on a 20 dollars wager by using promo code podsrap p-a-d-s-w-r-i-p they've got mlb drafts going on right now for the playoffs, they have NFL drafts going on right now. They have daily MLB. They have daily NFL with Thursday Night Football. So go to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code PADRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-E-P. You'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Football is back. They're basically giving you a half winner with the pick So use promo code PADRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-E-P, and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. What a show, man. 
Hey, I mean, I'm kind of disappointed that Adam didn't join us. Padres news. I see you in the chat too. Uh, Where's Padres news? How do you see these people? They're in the chat. Hey, Where? Dude, hey, dude, if you want to troll, that's cool. But I need to see this. Join Am the I, show. Do it. How do you see it? <laughs> uh, the fucking live chat on the side of the screen on Streamyard or on YouTube? On Streamyard. You're telling me on Streamyard you see someone called Padres News? Yeah. Where? Maybe I'm an idiot. Is it farther up? Oh, I do. I'm an idiot. Yeah. It's like two <laughs> dual burner accounts. <laughs> I kind of like it. It adds some. It is funny. Some friction. No, so. I'm just disappointed. I mean, we had the open invite and it didn't show up. And that's kind of all I need to know. Padres News, have you subscribed? Just subscribe and like. <laughs> I don't care Adam, what you, you subscribe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, all right, guys. Back tomorrow, three on John and Jim YouTube channel, San Diego Sports 760. Also on 760. Thank you guys for pushing us uh, over 1,000 subscribers on John and Jim. Really do appreciate that. Um, what are you laughing at? Oh, Adam says he's in group chats with me. Adam, here's the deal. Are you? <laughs> On Twitter? Yeah, but I never, I don't talk in those, do I? Which one? Okay. Anyway, let's get back to this. Someone told me that I, someone told me tonight on Twitter that I need to move back to LA. You do need to move back to LA, even (laughs) though you never live there. I responded, I'm like, yeah, guys, I'm like, you're right. That guy's an idiot. I hate him. Um, one more super here. Um, Murray, thank you. This is a good way to put a bow on it. I've enjoyed talking to you all season and contributing to the channel and the chat. You have a great channel and keep up the great work. See you next year. Murray, thank you. Right. And hey, listen, hopefully we see you for the next you know week and a half too. And then in the off season, talking about Manny and Melvin and Preller and Seidler and everything that's got to be talked about. But thank you, Murray. Seriously. And thank you guys. Thank you. Oh, SDSU basketball. You're in a, are we? Good. I got no issue. I, Jim's the one that's trying to like, Jim's going crazy. Jim's usually pretty good with trolls. And Adam, I listen, it's all good. Maybe I have you confused with someone else. You probably Jim's do. Now. All right, here's the deal. Subscribe. You're on Padres content. Smash the like button. Padres have won five straight. Follow us on Twitter. By the way, big, big night. Campisano. <laughs> Rosario. Ever. Uh, who else? Uh, Gary Cooper. It's been great. Um, follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the super chats. Thank you for the super thanks. If you're here on replay, um, please support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Whatever your insurance need is, he's our title sponsor. Click the link in the description down below. Aura, if you're looking to get healthier, check him out, ORA.organic, or click the link in the description down below. Underdog Fantasy is giving you a winner, by the way. Use promo code PADSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, at underdogfantasy.com. You'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. What will tomorrow bring? Join us at three on John and Jim. Tomorrow night on the wrap-up show for Jim, I'm John. Peace. Bye, Peace Adam and bye. Padres. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.